I'm asking the same question everybody else is. Was the midterm election rigged or stolen? The Bible does say there will be perilous times in the last days and to not be deceived. And what about America? Is all hope lost? Thankfully, I've read the back of the Bible and I know who wins in the end. And we'll analyze these events and much more on this edition of End of the Age. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Dave Robbins with End Time Ministries. Thank you so much for joining me on this edition of End of the Age. You know, years ago, we started, uh, next year we'll celebrate 25 years on the radio. And years ago, my father-in-law, when he started on the program back in 98, right here in Dallas on KBTT, the name of the program was called Politics and Religion. Hey, the two things I don't talk about, politics and religion. My father-in-law would say, hey, Satan's is, uh, politics is Satan's method of ruling the world. The church is God's method of ruling the world. I think we talk about it. And we talked about religion and we got off into politics. Well, I'm going to get off into politics a little bit today, everybody. And it'll tie in with what's going on with Bible prophecy, but... I want to say that when we're talking about the election and everything going on right now, and I don't think that today's Democrats are the Democrats of old. I think the party has been taken over by some perhaps socialist or even communist. I'm reading reading a book right now called According to Plan, and... My father-in-law did a uh, DVD years ago, a lesson called Satan's Master Plan, talking about the Council on Foreign Relations, the Trilateral Commission, the, or the Brookings Institute, the Federal Reserve Act, and different things. But it was from a religious prophetic perspective. This book, according to plan by a gentleman named Kevin Freeman. Now, I'm not going to be going through the book today. I'm interviewing Kevin on Friday And we'll play that probably next week sometime, but once it gets edited. However, I'm going through the book right now, and he talks about the socialistic, communistic influence in our government. It started decades ago, and they have taken over the Democratic Party. He talks about JFK. John F. Kennedy was a Democrat, but yet he was a member of the NRA. He was anti-abortion. He was for building up our military. A lot of things the Democrats are against today. And so, big difference. And, you know, I have friends who consider themselves Democrat. My grandparents were always Democrats. But they don't agree with what is going on in Washington today. My grandparents were never pro-abortion or Let's defund the military and and just, you know, 
des- destroy America in many ways. I have Democratic friends today who are anti a lot of what the Democrats are doing. Uh, I have a, a good friend of mine who was a running for district attorney years ago. And he ended up getting to be district attorney. He was a uh, black fellow, and, and he was in the South. So he came and met me and Irvin Baxter at one of our prophecy conferences. And he said, hey, love you guys, love your ministry, been following you for years. And myself, as a black gentleman in, South, in the South, I'm a Democrat, but he said, I'm in a unique position because I, or I'm a little different than some because I don't agree with some of, uh, with much of what the Democrats are doing. He was, he was anti-abortion, anti-LGBTQ, a lot of different, I mean, he believed more like we believe than what the Democrats you would think today did. And so he said, I want you guys to know that because we had been talking about George Soros and exposing a lot of this globalist stuff for years. He said, I want you guys to know that what you're you're talking about George Soros is true. He said, I'm obviously a a, a district attorney. When I was running to be district attorney uh, in, um, I'll just say down here in the south, because I don't want to reveal who he was, but he said, I was running on as a platform, as a Democrat, and I was getting checks for my, uh, campaign from George Soros's company, the um, Open Societies, and he said they sent a delega- delegation from the Soros uh, organization down to my office, and we had a big roundtable meeting, and they started pelting me with questions. They wanted to know exactly what I believe. Well, when they found out he was anti-abortion, anti-LGBTQ, he said the check stopped immediately. And once they realized I wasn't fully on their platform, he said the check stopped immediately and his family owned a chain of um, grocery stores in the South. They were wealthy and so they, he self-funded his campaign and was elected, elected as, uh, in, as the district attorney in, um, in this a large city in the South, a rather large city, not super big, but... Uh, a very prominent city down here in the south. And he said, I want you guys to know that I don't agree with them. Not all Democrats are on board with what's going on in Washington. And George Soros is funding a lot of this, trying to uh, buy, um, buy off district attorneys across uh, throughout America. And he was sending me checks, one right after another, until they found out I wasn't fully on board with his agenda, and that I wasn't going to change my mind. And he said the check stopped immediately. So if you do not think that what is going on in Washington is bought and paid for, I mean, think again, folks. It all comes down to money and power. That's what it all comes down to. The lobbyist, everything. All these big corporations. And so just like you, I am trying to process what just happened in the midterm elections. And I just wanted to run a few things by you, a few thoughts, because I wanted to, uh, I obviously um, voted a certain way, the, the anti-abortion way, the, um, you know, uh, anti, um, I mean, I, so I I'm, I'm, don't like the infl- inflation and all this, 
the economy and everything. And I, and I think if we continue it down a certain path, we're going to get what we've been getting for the last two years. So I voted opposite of that. And I'm just going to be transparent here. I mean, I did, we're up to past the point of caring now. And it seemed like there was going to be a big red wave or even a red tsunami. But it didn't happen. So it's kind of weird. And what I'm going to do on the other side of the break is to share the, a perspective from a gentleman who really will make you think, wow, what's really going on here? And then look forward next week to my interview with uh, Kevin Freeman on this book, According to Plan. If you want to read a good book, According to Plan by Kevin Freeman. Satan and the elites of this world don't want you to understand the timeline leading to the second coming of Jesus. You can pinpoint where we are in the end time, understand how you fit in, and be filled with hope in God's plan by watching the future according to Bible prophecy. Go to endtime.com slash future or call 800 Time. That's 800-363-8463. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV, and now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online and End of the Age Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the end time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you, and we love you. What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the End of the Age television and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning end-time prophecy. Call 1-800-END-TIME or visit endtime.com slash events for more information. You know, I know that a lot of you are having questions about the election, and I guess maybe... Senator, Mar- uh, Senator Marco Rubio, he may have summed it up the best because I, I was having these questions as well. Last week, Senator Marco Rubio, he said, or he, he actually asked the question, if Florida can count seven and a half million ballots in five hours, how can it take days for some states to count less than two million? Think about that. Why is that? They're dragging this thing out. It's not election day anymore. It's election season. And so I was thinking about this and I'm pondering what is going on here because I'm anti-abortion. I don't want abortion. They were trying, if they got a hold of, in control of the Senate and the House, Joe Biden was saying, we're going to codify uh, abortion into law uh, across the nation. And I thought, I don't want that. 
And then, of course, all of the, um, our, the energy independency in America. And when Joe Biden came into office, we were energy independent. We were actually exporting energy. And now, just a short two years later, he starts cutting off oil pipelines and keeping people from being able to drill and a lot of different things. And now we're depleting our strategic petroleum reserve and we've got our hand out begging oil from Saudi Arabia and Venezuela and Iran and all these different places. Why in just a short two years has all this happened? Inflation and everything that's going on. Well, again, I'm reading this book by Kevin Freeman. And again, I'll be interviewing him Friday and then we'll play it next week once it gets edited. But he's telling why this has happened. It's by grand design. Because they, all of these people, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, uh, President Biden, all of these people have had socialistic or communistic influences that have got them to where they're at. They've been put there on, on purpose. And so um, you kind of got to ask, what is really going on here? Because, again, that's why I wanted to say the, the, the people that you would consider Democrats today, I'm not so sure that they're, that, well, I know for a fact all Democrats today don't agree with a lot of what's going on in Washington. Because there are Democrats and socialists that are paying, or um, Democrats and Republicans that are paying high prices for gas and dealing with inflation at the grocery store and different things. Everybody is. Nobody's exempt from that, right? Unless you're maybe one of the elites. So what is really going on here? Now, I understand, before I get into this article that I want to go through, if you look at it from a, a biblical perspective, a, a Bible prophecy perspective, we know that there's going to be a world government in the end time and that it will be a socialistic world governing body. So when I read books like this or I... Uh, see this this socialistic influence in America, bells are going off, ding, 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 what's going on here? Because I know that this socialist, um, the the red wave, this socialist communistic wave, they're trying to sweep into America. And you understand the Communist Party was established, in the, the Communist Party USA was established way back in the early 1900s. They've been here for about a hundred years now, maybe a little more than that, trying to implement socialism on the way to communism here in America, which would destroy America. So you wonder why the current, you say, well, why are the current Democratic Party, or I should say um, Democratic in name only, I think they're really communist, socialist and communist. Why are they trying to destroy America? Well, it's kind of evident, isn't it? America is the last great bastion of freedom, capitalistic society in America, in the world. And they cannot have that if they want to implement a socialistic global uh, government. So they've got to do away with the capitalistic system that we have. That's what the Great Reset's all about. That's what the Council for Inclusive Capitalism, Build Back Better, the, all of the climate propaganda that you hear. They're having that big COP27 meeting in uh, Egypt. All of that is designed to move, is well through distribution, move us off the capitalistic system on pushing socialism and to the higher phase, communism. Study the, the climate hoax and the cli- all that stuff that's going on and the human-induced global warming which leads to climate change, the hoax of that. It's all about wealth redistribution. 
They're talking in COP27 every day about we need to up the ante. We need to up the amount that we're spending on this. It's going to cost hundreds of trillions of dollars. And it's not going to solve one thing. So, where does that leave us? Well, when you come to a vote, a, a midterm vote like we just had, and you're trying to figure it all out, and you're scratching your head, and you're going, what in the world's going on here? It just looked like everybody in America was tired of inflation and you know the, the, our, the indoctrination of our children and pushing socialism and uh, you know the abortion stance and the whole, all of it. So we're, we're going to take over the House and possibly the Senate. That's what we wanted to do. And then stymie what Joe Biden was trying to do for the next two years, possibly get a, somebody good back in the White House, and then, hey, we turn this thing around. That's what we were all hoping for, right? I mean, I voted in the same election you did. However, it looks like now, the and I, I'm going to say this book here is cool because it calls them dinos. They're Democrat in name only. They're not like a, a JFK. But they've taken over the Democrat Party, and now you, it's like there's communist. And it's crazy. And so... Um, wait till you hear the interview next week with me and Kevin Freeman. We'll bring all this up. But when I read an article this morning on the, uh, at the um, news source Gateway Pundit, and it says, Hey, America, you've been gaslighted. Democrats just stole another election. Now, that's the title of the article, and it's by Wayne Allen Root. You can go to, uh, I'm just going to read a few excerpts from it, you can go read the article at the Gateway Pundit. And I'm sitting there thinking about this election, and when I read this, I thought, man, this is so true. And having read this according to plan book by Kevin Freeman. So, some of the excerpts from the article, and I'm quoting, and I want you to know this is Wayne, uh, Wayne Allen Root's material, and then I'll let you know when I'm jumping back and forth in my, the dialogue here and my comments. He says, and I'm quoting, When something is so obvious, if the outcome makes no sense, if the outcome is literally impossible, then it is what it is. He said, forget proof. You know it. You saw it. You felt it. You experienced it. It happened. It's real. He goes on to say the 2022 midterm was just and this is in Mr. Root's opinion, stolen. Just like 2020. He says, it's time to admit we're all part of a massive experiment in fraud, theft, brainwashing, gaslighting to a degree never seen in world history. Now again, I'm quoting Mr. Alan Root here. He says, think of all the times in just the past few years you've been gaslighted. They lied to us about the open borders, They lied about Hillary's 30,000 deleted emails. They lied about spying on Trump. They lied about the Russian collusion. They lied about the perfectly fine Ukrainian phone call. They lied about massive uh, Joe Biden corruption in Ukraine and China. They lied about the Hunter Biden laptop. They lied about the origins of COVID. They lied about the need for lockdowns and masks. Think of it. In the lockdowns, they locked down these little mom-and-pop stores and restaurants and different things, but Walmart stayed open, didn't it? How does that happen? Hmm, maybe there's some lobbyists on their side in Washington, right? There's a lot of big money flowing around. 
But the mom and pop store down here on the corner, they didn't have a leg to stand on. Many of them will never reopen. Some businesses, 50, 60, 70 years old, will never reopen again. You wonder how all that happened. He goes on to say they lied about the need for COVID vaccines. They lied about the vaccines being safe and effective. They lied and covered up all the deaths and injuries from the vaccine. They lied about the success of miracle drugs, of the miracle drugs of hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. And they lied about the stolen 2020 election. Now, I'm reading Mr. Alan Root here, folks, okay? So just um, in, in his opinion, but I wanted to share some of this stuff with you. He goes on to say, you've been the victims of nonstop severe gaslighting for a decade now. And you're all part of a human psychology experiment in the limit in the limits that government and media can go in uh, to propaganda and brainwashing while you can see they're lying right in front of your eyes. And these are the exact same people now telling you that Democrats just overperformed and stopped this GOP red landslide against all odds without cheating and stealing the midterm elections. They all just, you know, maybe just enough Republicans didn't go out and vote. Now, again, this, our program used to be called Politics and Religion. Normally, I wouldn't get this deep into politics. But I'm just having a question because I know prophetically there's going to be a socialistic, communistic, one-world governing body that's ran by the Antichrist. These people are pushing socialistic principles. Mr. Alan Root goes on to say, and again, I'm quoting, historically... Every president in history facing his first midterm experiences a tough day with automatically 20 to 30 House seats lost and four or more Senate seats lost. But, he says, a terribly unpopular President Biden, did he actually defy history? Question mark. While also facing the worst economy in modern history. Now think about this. He was facing the worst economy in modern history, the worst inflation in America's history, out-of-control crime, open borders, failing schools, polls that were showing 75% of Americans believe the country uh, was going in the wrong direction, and yet Joe Biden and his Democrat cronies beat all that? Question mark. First, every poll in the country showed a gigantic GOP landslide victory. We were all expecting this huge red wave or tsunami. And polls even showed women moved from 32 points from September to October in favor of the GOP. But in the end, they all moved back to Biden and the Democrats, question mark. Does that make sense to you? Second, every poll in the country showed the top two issues by a mile were inflation and the economy. Think about that. Gas prices skyrocketing once President Joe Biden got in office. It's happened to all of us. I've paid over $4 a gallon in gas in Texas, which is normally cheaper than most of the country. And we still got up over $4 a gallon. Some of you were 5 6 $7 a gallon. But yet, we still put that influence back in. And crime was in second place along with open borders. Inflation in the economy, crime and open borders. And they all, 
And the majority of people, in many cases, went back blue. The Senate retained control. Uh, the, the Democrats, or I should say the dinos, Democrat in name only, because they're... Listen, I want you guys to understand. I don't believe in Democrat, Republican, and, and Independent, all this. I'm a Christian man who wants to see what's the best for America so that way we can, we can have a great end-time revival. Revival. That's where I'm at. Okay, It's not me against somebody else. I am pro-people. I want to see everybody go to heaven. But this is something that we're going to have to deal with. If you're going to live here in America, you're going to deal with the voting. And if you want to be involved in that, which you know you probably should be, and if you're going to be involved in it, you need to do what's right but I think that there are people pushing, and this book, again, this book shows that many of them have got to office with socialistic, communistic influences that pushed them there, and now those things are being implemented. I think a lot of my Democratic friends, matter of fact, I know they don't agree with a lot of things that Democrats in Washington are doing. Do you think that they actually voted for, hey, Joe Biden's doing a good job. Inflation is way up. Yes, I'm happy about that. No. I don't know of anybody that would say they're happy about inflation and all these prices and our energy independency uh, being completely abolished and we're giving up our strategic petroleum reserve. Who would say that that's a good thing unless somebody who's just on board and been brainwashed about this climate change stuff you see how I'm getting all into politics today? I wanted to try not to do that, but I think that's going to be impossible. But yet they say, and they all voted for Biden uh, and the Democrats. I don't, I don't think, I think some of the, matter of fact, I know you can read about it. A lot of Democrats came over and voted Republican because they thought they had no choice. They couldn't vote for, for it to continue like it has been for the last two years. Does that make sense to any of you? And then CN's own, C, the CNN, okay, their own exit poll showed that the GOP made massive gains among almost every voting group, men, women, race, young people, everyone. And they all vote, but yet, question mark, they all voted for Biden and the Democrats? Does that make any sense to you? Again, I ask. And in this environment, where Americans can't afford gas, groceries, rent, with the economy failing. I'm going to hold right here. I want to make sure I get through this paragraph just without breaking it up here because I want you to hear this. Very, very important. Why would we, why would we even consider putting that ideology back in control of the Senate and allowing, potentially allowing Biden to continue on the next two years with what we've got the last two years makes zero sense. Whether it's a global pandemic, threat of war, or floundering economies, end-time events are happening around the world every day. How can you have peace in a world of such great uncertainty? With the End Time Magazine subscription, you can gain a deeper understanding of current events and its prophesied repercussions. End Time Magazine's exclusive content and prophetic insight allows you to understand where we are in the end time. It will give you peace when horrific news and events happen. 
when you subscribe today to End Time Magazine for 12 months for just $19.99. You can have hope for the future because you will understand what the Bible says about the time we are living in. You'll get access to exclusive articles like the Prophesied American-Israeli Alliance, End Time Do's and Don'ts, and Could School Choice Save America? Subscribe for you or a friend right now. Go to endtime.com or call 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-END-TIME. The symbols and prophecies within the book of Revelation have perplexed Christians and unbelievers around the world. In his final work, Revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ Part 2. The late Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding. Don't miss this special offer. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. Now, I know I've talked to a lot of you. I'm asking questions that you're asking as well, right? Think about it. Mr. Wayne Allen Root. Again, this article comes from the Gateway Pundit. You can go there and read it. He says, in this environment where Americans can't afford gas, they can't afford groceries, uh, they're having a hard time paying their rent, uh, and with the economy failing, the inflation is raging People are scared to death of losing their jobs, living in cities plagued with violent crime, mass shoplifting, homelessness everywhere, streets lined with just horrible things, drugs and needles and uh, all kinds of things, and failing schools intent on teaching your children to become masked transgenders and pushing socialism. I mean, it's indoctrination. In this environment... People voted to put Biden and the Democrats and to allow them to continue on in many areas of the country? I scratch my head over that, folks. Does that make sense to any of you? Think about it. And that they looked around at the disaster one man has created in two years, and they defied a century of historic midterm defeats for the party in power and voted for the Democrats. Again, if, I know that there are a lot of say, people that would say, I'm a Democrat, out there listening to me that don't agree with this. What I'm saying is, forget Democrat, forget Republican, forget all that. I know a lot of you are not happy with the last two years. And Wayne Allen Root says, folks, we've been gaslighted. He said, but, and think about this, the real proof is in the midterm, for the midterm election that it was rigged is Florida. Now, in Florida, the GOP won in a landslide. DeSantis and Rubio and everyone else in the Florida GOP won in a red, not a red wave, but a red tsunami. The same one the polls show was happening in the entire country. Think about that. The polls were showing the same thing in Florida it was in the rest of the country. The red wave is coming. And then it happened like that in Florida, like everybody else was expecting, 
and then we didn't make it so good in the rest of the country. But guess what Florida has? Florida has strict voter ID, strict laws against voter fraud, severe prison terms for anyone caught trying to commit voter fraud, no mail-in ballots sent to every voter, no ballot drop boxes, no ballot harvesting, no ballots accepted for days after Election Day, no counting for days until the desired result is achieved by the Democrat Party. Now, this is Mr. Wayne Allen Root again. I'm telling you, it's a good article. And he says, isn't it a funny and strange coincidence that in that state, with all those strict rules against cheating, that the GOP red tsunami happened as predicted? But everywhere else, where there are no strict laws against voter fraud, and they allow all of the, I'm going to say, he says cheating, the red tsunami obviously fizzled. And the GOP swept to a landslide victory. Again, Florida. And in most other places, they didn't. Would you consider that a coincidence? So, wow, I know that was a lot of politics. You've heard that on the, you're not going to hear that on every news channel, right? CNN's not going to report that or MSNBC, ABC, all these others. But go to the Gateway Pundit, read the article. It's really good. I only gave some of the, not the whole article. But here's my question. You say, man, I'm scared to death. What in the world are we going to do? What now? Do we just become fearful and go into a Great Depression? I mean, is all hope lost for America? Well, the answer to that, absolutely not. Without God, yes, all hope is lost for America. And, but, but God. I agree that we have to get the voting system right. I, I want a fair and honest election just like you do. I know everybody out there listening to me, just, I'm going to say probably 99.9% Everybody is saying, Dave, I'm asking the same questions you are. However, in the midst of all the deception, the chaos, the peril in the world, you and I can still have peace as long as you put your hope and faith and trust in the Lord. You say, what? How's that going to help? Well... I'm very thankful that we have the Lord because I've read the back of the Bible and in the end, people that have their hope and faith and trust in the Lord, we win. If my hope and faith and trust was in government, I would be scared out of my mind right now. Because, I mean, what are you going to do? Storm the, storm the doors of the White House? It's not going to solve anything. Probably going to make matters much worse. What else can you do? There are some things. I mean, we can get the voting things right. We can make sure the laws are right. All these different things and and make sure things are monitored and do away with these crazy ballots and all this other stuff. Um, and And try to do our best to get that stuff right. And I'll be talking, again, I've got got this uh, interview coming up with Kevin Freeman on Friday. He's got some different things in here. They're trying to go back to a, uh, him and and some other guys are trying to go back to some kind of a gold standard here in Texas. 
It's pretty crazy what they're trying to do. We'll be talking about that in the interview. Um, so I, we'll, we'll let you in on that. We're going to go through some of the book. But again, and I'll push the book for him, According to Plan. It's a really good book. I'm almost done with it. Kevin Freeman, The Forwards by Ben Carson. And it's exposing, really, a lot of what's going on in America right now. Open borders, all that stuff. It's a really good book. However, with our position right now, do we get scared? No. Listen to this. If you're a Christian individual, you're serving God to the best of your ability. You've got your hands in His hands. Psalm 34, 7 says, The angel of the Lord is encamped around about them that fear the Lord and delivereth them. He delivers you. So, I love God. I'm serving God to the best of my ability. I'm a Christian individual. So the Bible says, God encamps His angels about them that fear Him. I fear God. I reverence God to the nth degree. So guess what? God encamps His angels about them that fear Him. I've got angels all around me right now. You say, but Dave, you're still paying over $3 for gas. Yeah, so what? I don't like it, but I'm not going to let that deter me from my walk with the Lord and my relationship with God. It's not going to happen. I know that He will take me through. If He has to, He can somehow or another give me some more money to pay that. God can bless me. He's done it, He's done it over and over and over for me and my wife and here at End Time. And I'm telling you, God can bless you if you'll put Him first in your life. A lot of people want to put Him last. And then when things get real bad, you know what? I probably ought to ask God. Well, put Him first in your life and see how that works out for you. I'm telling you, it'll change your life. I also wanted to read a passage from 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 8 through 17. This is very, very important, and I want you to listen very closely. 2 Kings chapter 6, starting with verse 8. Now, the king of Syria, put, put, let's, let's go back, you know, 3,000 years or so, 2,500, 3,000 years. And the Bible says, Now the king of Syria was making war against Israel. And he consulted with his servants and he said, Hey, my camp will be in such and such a place at such and such a time. And the man of God, God spoke to him and he sent to the king of Israel and he said, Hey, Beware, don't go past that place for the Syrians are going to be camped down there. Now, the man of God did not hear what the king of Syria said, but God spoke to him. And he says, hey, don't go down there because the Syrians are going down there. You go that way and you're going to be defeated. So, in verse 10, the Bible says, Then the king of Israel sent someone to the place of which the man of God had told him, and there he, he, and he warned him, and he says, hey, be watchful when you go down there. Not just once, but watch twice. Don't go down that way. And the Bible says, Therefore the heart of the king of Syria was greatly troubled because he called his servants in and he said to them, Okay, he said, we will, we, I want you guys to tell me, who's the, who's the spy amongst us? Well, you know, will any of you show me which one of us is for the king of Israel? Who's the spy? And in verse 12, one of his servants said, Well, hold on a minute, none, none of us, my Lord. But Elisha, the prophet, the man of God for Israel, who is in Israel, he tells the king of Israel the words that you speak in your bedroom. There are no secrets here. God is revealing your secrets to the man of God. And he's telling the king of Israel. That's how it's all happening. So the king said, 
You go see where he's at that I may send and get him. I want him here because he's going to give an account of what he's been doing. And it was told him, and they said, hey, he's in Dothan. And therefore, the king sent his horses, his chariots, and a great army down there. The Syrian army came down to get one man of God. They came by night and they surrounded the entire city. Now, imagine your city where you live. I'm sitting here in our television studios in Plano, Texas, just north of Dallas. Imagine the Russian army. I told our staff this this morning. Imagine the Russian army coming down George Bush Turnpike, which is where we're located, right on the turnpike here. Imagine the tanks rolling down here and pointing their turrets at the end time building. And I walk outside in the morning and see that. The Bible says they came, they surrounded the city, and when the servant of the man of God walked out, he got up early in the morning and he's stretching and he walks out the front door and there's an army sitting there surrounding them. And the Bible says they surrounded the entire city with horses and chariots. And his servant said to him, and said, he, the servant looks back at Elisha and says, uh, Hey, master, what in the world are we going to do now? These guys have surrounded us. They've got us. There's two of us and there's thousands of them. What are we going to do? And Elisha, he's just yawning and they just get out of bed. And he's really just wanting some toast and a cup of coffee. And he says, look, he's not, he's not afraid. He sees this giant army. He's not afraid. He says, Don't, he says, do not fear, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And the servant says, well, well hold on a second. It's me and you, and there's an old army standing out here in the door, out there in the yard. And they're surrounding the entire city. And it's me and you, and you're saying that those that are for us are more than those that are for them? And Elisha prayed, and he said, Lord, I pray, open the eyes of the servant that he may see. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw. And here's what he saw. Listen closely. The Bible says, and behold, the mountains were full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. The heavenly host had came down. And they surrounded this little old puny Syrian army and the mountains were full of the armies of heaven. Once this individual started looking through spiritual eyes and not carnal eyes, the whole situation changed, right? So what are we going to do in the end time? I'm not looking at this situation through carnal eyes, I'm looking at it through spiritual eyes, and I know, guess what folks, they that are for us are more than they that are against us. Just like the Lord opened the eyes of the servant, I want my eyes to be open and recognize that. I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began the ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Robbins. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. End Time is a small nonprofit that runs a high-traffic website, a daily TV and radio show, the Prophecy College in Jerusalem, and more. Although we have less than 30 team members, we are able to serve tens of millions of people each month. 
We survive on the goodness of God and donations averaging about $50. If everyone hearing this message gave $22, our financial needs would be met for the year. If you only give to one cause per month, please consider partnering with End Time to help get the message of our soon coming King out to the world. Call us at 1-800-END-TIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner. You know, everybody, I do ask the same questions you do. As a Christian individual, living as a Christian, to the absolute best of my ability, I still look at things and say, wow, that right there is pretty messed up. The, that over two years, there are people that are literally trying to destroy America and our way of living here and our culture and our great nation, and yet we would put many of them back in office and give the, these, some of these individuals control of the Senate again. And scratch my head. But you say, Dave, are you scared? Nope, I'm not. Because I know that they that are for us are they that are against us. I don't care how bleak the situation looks. God created this world, folks. God created everybody on the planet. He created the water. He created the planet. He created the universe, the stars. He created the, the galaxies, every, all this. He's outside of that. He's eternal. And so am I going to be scared because some little old few group of people that are trying to push socialism, communism here in America... No. Am I concerned? Sure. I don't like paying three or four or five dollars worth of gas uh, for a gallon for gas. I don't like food prices going up. I don't like any of that. I don't like interest rates fly, just skyrocketing. I don't like any of that stuff. But I'm not going to let it derail me. The battle up is in your mind, folks, and it's all in your perspective. I know that if it get now, I don't want it to get here. But if it got up to ten dollars a gallon of gas, you know what? God would supply our needs. You say, well, I, you know, I'm having a hard time right now. Are you trusting God? Are you seeking God's face? Are you going to church? Are you living for God? Are you putting God first in your life? It's very, very important. Revelation eleven fifteen says, and you say, well, what's going to happen in the future? Revelation eleven fifteen, and the seventh angel sounded. There were great voices in heaven saying, the kingdoms of this world, this human government, it's going away. The kingdoms of this world are become the kingdoms of our Lord and of His Christ, and He shall reign forever and ever. That is going to happen as sure as I'm sitting here at this desk speaking to you. That's going to happen. It's prophesied God is coming back to establish a kingdom that will never pass away, ever. Daniel 2, verse 20 through 22. Bible says, Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever, for wisdom and might are His. And He changeth the times and the seasons. God's in control of the seasons, not these people meeting over here at COP27 with the climate change uh, agendas that they're trying to push to redistribute the wealth of the world. They're not going to change any seasons. God changes that. And the Bible says, He removeth kings and He setteth up kings. 
He giveth wisdom unto the wise and knowledge to them that know understanding. And get this, the Bible says, God revealeth the deep and secret things. He knoweth what is in the darkness, and the light dwelleth with Him. So, everything that the socialist, communist agenda, they're trying to push here in America, and everything that is the abortions and the, the things that they're pushing and the pedophilia and all the horrible, the, the indoctrination in our school systems and everything they're trying to do. None of that is a secret to God. Not one secret, not one under-the-table deal, not, none of that ever has ever got by God. Never. God is in every secret chamber. He's in every he, he is omnipresent. He's everywhere. There's no place you can go that God is not there. So, am I worried about Washington? I'm concerned. Yes. Am I worried? Am I going to lose sleep over it? No, I'm not. I want it, do I want it to change? Absolutely. But I'm going to still serve God. I'm still going to love God. I'm still going to put God first in my life. I'm still going to win souls. I'm still going to build the kingdom of God because that's what's going to last forever. This human government, it's going to go away. Revelation 17, 12 through 14, the Bible tells this about the world governing armies. And the ten horns which thou sawest are ten kings which receive no kingdom as yet, but receive power as kings one hour with the beast. Just for a short period of time there at the end. These have no mind. They shall give their power and strength unto the beast. And these are actually going to make war against Jesus Christ when He comes. But the Bible says, The Lamb shall overcome them, for He is Lord of lords and He is King of kings. There's nothing that even compares to God. So if I'm serving Him, and He's encamping His angels about them that fear Him, which is me, and which is you, hopefully, not worried, I'm not fearful. God has not given us a spirit of fear. If I was trusting in human government, I would be scared out of my mind because they're trying to destroy our country and they want to control all of us. But God, if it were not for God, then I would be, I don't know, it'd be kind of scary. But with God, no. At the end of the day, God's in control. Satan can't do anything but what God allows him. Look at Job. Job. Satan could not get to Job until God took down the hedge of protection. You say, well, what about America then? Hey, we're all, it's, you know, they're, they're doing a pretty good job of destroying America. They're not going to destroy America. You say, well, I don't know about that. The eagle's wings, symbolic of the United States in Daniel 7, they're not mentioned in that combo beast of Revelation 13. And that, of course, tells us that the United States is not going to be included in the world governing body in the end time. You say, yeah, but Joe Biden's pushed us back into the Paris Climate Agreement and all these different things. No, I understand he has. But I'm telling you what the Bible says. This prophecy also indicates that the world dominance, that's going to shift over to Europe. We know that. That's going to be the power base of the Antichrist. But Revelation 12, that's the only other place the eagle's wings are mentioned in the end time prophecies. And Revelation 12, 13 says that the dragon, after the war in heaven, it's going to persecute the woman with 12 stars around her head. We talked about that Friday on Open Line. That's Israel. 
The 12 stars symbolize the 12 tribes of Israel. And according to Revelation 13, the dragon, which is Satan, um, is going to use the Antichrist to do the world governing, uh, use the, the, his, uh, the Antichrist and his world governing system to do that persecuting. But then John tells us this would be um, Revelation 12, 14, that Israel will be protected during the Great Tribulation, uh, which will occur during that final three and one half years, immediately preceding the second coming in the Battle of Armageddon. The Bible says, and to the woman were given two wings of a great eagle that she might fly into, into the wilderness, into her place where she is nourished for a time, times and half a time from the face of the serpent. So a clear understanding of Revelation 12 and 13, that allows us to know for sure that the United States will stand with Israel and protect Israel from the world government in the end time. I don't have to question that. And number two, the United States will not be part of the world government and therefore will not come under the reign of the Antichrist. Now, you might be saying, okay, I, I got, I'm swallowing hard here. I'm taking deep breaths today because I understand what you're saying and, I, and that you can prove it scripturally, but we are headed in the absolute opposite direction. I understand. But the prophecies of the Bible always come to pass. Okay? Period. There's never been one prophecy that the Bible prophesied that didn't come to pass. Not one. So when I look at the future, and the Bible says the United States is not going to be mentioned, not going to be involved in a world governing body. We're going to stand with Israel throughout the end time. You can take that to the bank. I don't even, I'm not sitting here scratching my head going, well, you know, where's the United States going to end up? We're not going to be fully engaged with the world governing body. You say, what do you mean by fully engaged? We could retain our UN Security Council veto power, possibly, but not be fully engaged like Israel or like, let's, okay, the Donald Trump situation. He goes in, pulls us out of the Paris Climate Agreement. He pulls us out of the Trans-Pacific uh, Partnership. He pulls us out of the Global Compact on Migration. I mean, just one thing right after another. Hammers socialism in many of his UN speeches, which is totally socialistic, so we still retain, the United States retained our UN Security Council veto power, but we were not fully engaged with the United Nations, remember? So maybe we could get back to something like that. You say, well, what's going to be this, the quantum shift that happens? It possibly could be World War III. That could be the quantum shift that sets us up for, sets the stage for the end time. There are a lot of precursors watching a lot of different things, but something has to happen. I talked about this in my prophecy weekend. Something has to happen to finally get the nations of the world to yield up their sovereignty to this one world governing body, and people will get fully on board with this world government that would be the interest ramp for the Antichrist. That's going to be World War III, folks. And it appears that after that, I'm speculating right here, but it appears that after that, the peace agreement will get signed and we start the final seven years. Okay? Right now, Netanyahu looks like he, he got the uh, commission to, to form a government. He was, he was reelected. He got, like, I think, 64 or 65 seats. He got the commission um, from Isaac Herzog, the president of Israel, to form a government. 
And so that's where they're at right now in the Israeli uh, election. And he's got to go out to all the different parties now and try to form a government. Um, but you're not, from all I can tell, and I've seen over all the years that he's been in office, you're not going to get a peace, peace agreement with Netanyahu. He's been very skillful, and I'm speculating, but from all I've seen, it doesn't look like Netanyahu is ever going to get a peace agreement with the Palestinians. Abbas hates Netanyahu with every fiber of his being. It's going to take somebody who's willing to really capitulate to the Palestinians to be able to do that. Uh, Once they get a red heifer and they're able to purify Israel and to start sacrifices... The, the religious sect, I promise you, they're going to be pushing them to build that third temple to get something done, a peace agreement. I don't, man, I just don't see Netanyahu doing that. Again, I could be mistaken. Maybe he will. But up until this point, he's been very, very uh, successful in evading that. Okay? And so we'll have to see. How, I know the events that will transpire. I don't know how it's all going to happen, though. And so we'll have some of that stuff we're just going to have to live through. Of course, here at End of the Age, we'll keep you up to date on that. But I just wanted to cover this today because I know it's a question on everybody's mind. And I know that there are a lot of, there's a lot of socialism and a, a lot of communism. And I know that I have Democrat friends that don't agree with what's going on in Washington. And I really don't consider them Democratic friends. I consider them friends. They're friends of mine. Forget the Democratic thing. And I love them, and I just want to see everybody go to heaven. But we're still asking the question, what about all this? And so I'm coming at it from a biblical, prophetic perspective through spiritual eyes, and I know that if I'm serving God and I'm doing the best of my ability to serve Him and putting Him first in my life, greater is the number of individuals that are for me than is for the enemy. I know if I've got God on my side, I don't need anything else, right? That's how Elisha was. And once his servant's eyes were opened, that's how he was as well. And that's what we want to do is to open your eyes to what's really important in the end time. This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries. If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries or if you would like more information, we invite you to call us at 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-363-8463 or visit us online at endtime.com.